This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org for more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello everyone and welcome to an assembled Avengers episode where we will be discussing Avengers Infinity War. What's what's our opinion on it? What do we think of it? What could be coming in the future? And for this, I have assembled a crack team of nerdy experts and I will allow them to introduce themselves. I am David Luzader of the Heck Yeah Comics Podcast and also the guy who tried to say that Spider-Man 3 wasn't that bad. Somebody's got to do it. And now I'm here to share my thoughts on Infinity War. What are they going to be? You'll find out. And next up, we got... I'm Phil Rude of the Brokebot Mountain podcast, also with David Luzader. And I am the guy who talked about Spider-Man 1. I got a better... Uh, I drew a better straw than David did for that series. And finally, to round out this roundtable of gentlemen, we have... Hey, my name is Imran. I'm the nerd from the Jock and Nerd podcast. And despite uh, being slammed by by Thanos after the snap, I checked the website. It came up with bad news. I'm still here, and I agree with David. Spider-Man 3 is not that bad. It's very close to, like, a really amazing movie. Uh, We get the Spidey in the black suit. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Sorry. I had to put that in. So... Just to point this out, when I assembled this team, I completely for somehow overlooked the fact that all three of them have been on were on our Spider-Man breakdown episode. So, happy accident? Yes. It makes the most sense. It does. But I, I do have a question since, since I'm pointing this out. Has anyone checked to see if they survived the snap or not? By the way, full spoilers on this episode. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for the spoiler alert. I was slain, so was my co-host Anthony was slain, so our podcast is officially dead. <laughs> so was so was Heck Yeah Comics. Myself and Nick were both slain. Oh, we'll see you in the Soul Stone then, my friend. Yep. Nope. I will bet Phil did not check. Phil? I have no idea what this is. Uh, but <laughs> All you have to do, you got to go to www.didthanoskill.me. That's it. And it tells you it tells you right there, black and white. All right, give me just a minute, and I'll uh, see if I can access Let's it through my full Wi-Fi. In, in, the, in the meantime, I was spared. I don't know what oh, Ellie... Well... Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know what Ellie is yet, so I guess I'll have to get her to um, check herself, but at least I'm still here. Hey, hey I was spared. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, nice. hey, that is that is half this show. Yeah, that's oh perfect. Look, wow. Man, <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, and also now it gives me and Phil the great opportunity if Ellie was um, not spared to do our own podcast finally. Oh, yeah, finally. Oh, no. Rude this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about Sam Raimi movies. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to okay. have a short run. <laughs> yeah, very short. But, um, okay, so we all saw the movie, some of us multiple times at this point. So mm-hmm. I, I guess... Um, I don't want to. I don't know who who to ask to go first, or who who are, who would want to go first to start this off with. Like, I guess after seeing it, let it settle in. You know what the internet and the world has kind of thought of it. What's your opinion of it? So, whoever wants to step up to the plate first, be my guest. Well, Phil is clearly the oldest, so I think. <laughs> Ouch. 
he should probably age before whatever the saying is. I don't age know. before beauty. Yeah, yeah and I didn't say it, Phil. So you go first. <laughs> no, no, that's cool, guys. Let's see where I stand. Uh, I love <laughs> Phil. I love you, Phil. You I love both of you guys. I podcast with uh, both of these guys. Absolutely. So, uh, yep. Also, uh, also, if Phil goes first, he's that shot of hard liquor, and we're the chaser. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's begin with the hopeful stuff uh, later. Yeah, I like it. Okay, let's go. Here comes the grain alcohol. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I found a uh, a few scattered, really bright points in the parts of of this movie that I liked. I liked a lot, but overall, uh, this movie was a little disappointing to me. It I, I it fell a little flat for me. I want to use the term lazy because I think a lot of this just relied on hey look we got everybody in the same movie. Mm. And um and they sort of phoned in some of the bigger parts of it. I I think some of the things that they wanted to be spectacle uh just came up short. I think they they phoned in parts that they should have focused on more. All right, so after Phil has thrown the wet blanket of his opinion over the radiator, that is... When we come back around, (laughs) I I will throw some bright points in this because there were parts of this movie that I enjoyed a lot. Okay, um, I will... um, Emron, how about you next, sir? I'll let David anchor this one. Or I'll I'll anchor, my bad. I, you know, you know, I beg on Phil uh, on his age, but I'm also an old school nerd coming from a guy who's been reading comic books like since he was 12 years old for the most part. Uh, what a crowning achievement. Phil, the, what you just said, that, that they had everybody made them lazy, I think the opposite. The fact that they were to schedule, logistically get this movie done is 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 amazing like just think oh no that wasn't the late that wasn't the lazy part i think i think the the 10 years of shared universe coming together in this movie was a big achievement uh that's like pretty historically bold yeah no that's the thing i mean i saw this movie twice the day it came out and it was uh, you know they took a risk and 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 there was a payoff for the the viewer and the comic book fan that has been following this whole time now it they the movie does have flaws so honestly some of the new car uh scent has kind of worn off uh since i've seen this movie but i still i still really really love this movie uh i love what they were trying to do great moment not spoon feeding the audience uh, stuff. Now, it's not a great Marvel beginner movie, but uh, as a for the hardcore MCU fan, like they gave us what we wanted. It delivered to me. All right, uh, David, I'll let you go next. All right, anybody who has listened to the Heck Yeah Comics podcast knows that I have gripes with the MCU. <laughs> uh, and when i when i got to this movie you know i tried to i tried to maintain enthusiasm while still trying to balance you know look i'm not like I'm not, i don't think everything they do is amazing but when i walked out of this movie i texted my co-host nick and i just said they did it <laughs> like somehow they pulled it off i was a really big fan of this movie. I kind of agree. Like now, some time has passed. Some of the like the excitement's worn off, and you know it's going to show the cracks a little bit more when you're looking a little bit closer. But that initial viewing, the the still the thoughts of it are very positive. Um, it is. I think we all have said and agreed. It's it's an impressive achievement in in filmmaking, in shared universe storytelling, and. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go too deep into it right now. I'm sure we'll have plenty of things to discuss, but I, I thumbs up over here. All right. Um, of course, 
everyone knows my opinion from um, our earlier episode on Zingness, discussing it with uh, Ellie, and I do agree that this this was good to wait a little bit, you know, get a second viewing in, you know, let time pass, let let that new car smell kind of go away, because I do still thoroughly enjoy this movie. I still love it. I still think it is a crowning achievement of you know cinema history almost and comic book history. Uh, if you had told me when Iron Man's like, if I had left the theater when when Iron Man was released and someone said, "Hey, they're gonna do this," I would have been like, "Haha, you're crazy." No, they're not. So I'm at least happy that that's come to fruition. But I know that they keep saying Marvel keeps saying that this is not a that the second part of this or Avengers four like that's its own movie that it's not the second part of this. But I'm like, I still feel like this movie is half of a whole picture and it's, i think yeah, that that's it, it it's two-thirds of a whole the whole right. yeah yeah it's, it's, it's not part two but we filmed it back to back yeah <laughs> it's and then they kept saying that and i'm like i know they're trying to misdirect but it bothers me because i'm like looking at this movie it is a great thanos story it is a complete beginning middle end to a thanos story of what he was up to but as for the avengers it's a beginning a middle and then there's no end at this point for them well, there, there, there is a snap and an end to yeah. them, but well, that's there's an, an end to some of them. Yes, yeah. but but that, <laughs> that's that, that's that's the thing. I feel like this movie, while great, it's I, I only thing I could truly, truly give it a review once the other half's out and see what they do to complete it. But for the time being, it's still good. So I just wanted to throw that out there as that's that's something that has kind of lingered in the back of my mind now. You know, as, as so many things they had to do in this movie, think about what they're doing. This is kind of the only way you could kind of write this movie. It could have very easily been a mess. Mm. Like, uh, uh, you know, a huge mess. The fact they could pull it off and tell a coherent story is, with all these pieces and people is uh, amazing to me. Yeah, it's a, it's, and, and this, the pacing of it is pretty, like, all the stuff that happens happens within, like, 12 to 24 hours sort of yeah. which i really which i really appreciate they don't really give you a lot of time to breathe yeah um there's there's something nice about that relentless pacing and i think also because of that and the number of characters some of the character moments do suffer in this film uh i think it, while it's great that yeah you know this is a culmination of 10 years it's also hard because this movie is going to be really hard to just pick up and watch on its own in the future mm -hmm. and just like put on at, at any point because, you know, Captain America doesn't do anything in this movie. He's got like yeah. six no. lines of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and if you're a big Captain America fan, it's gonna that's kind of going to be disappointing. And yet there's only a couple really strong character beats in this film uh, versus while like some of the action is really great. It's just it, it, it's also while it's wonderful what it accomplishes with everything that's led before it, it's also a little bit disappointing in that regard of it does not stand on its own. There's so many ways to critique this movie. That's the thing. You can enjoy it yeah. on multiple levels. The least positive, most negative way is as a standalone movie. I absolutely agree. It doesn't work. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not supposed to be. Not, but That's not what they meant. And they, yeah. they, they these guys give us, the Russo brothers have given us like three of the strongest MCU movies yet, uh, so I, I I just love their work and what they're doing with it. Um, I I was I was also gonna ask um, everyone here who you thought got had the, like the best, what character had sort of the best like moments in this or the best you know storyline or what was going on with them, and then who had like the least amount of screen time you felt or who got you know really just pushed to the back 
burner in this movie, and I think David kind of already went over one of them. Yep, uh, Cap or Rhodey, either of them. Uh, actually, all of Cap's team kind of got short shifted. Yeah, in anything, but I think the character that kind of got best served in this for me was Thor. Yep, because Thor had suffered a giant loss right at the beginning, and they did give him a moment. The, his his moment with Rocket, uh, when he's like, "Oh, you, know, you can just see how defeated he is," and he's like, "No, nah, but you know, fire will carry me on. Revenge and all that's a very good motivator." Uh, but he is just so defeated. I thought was the strongest character beat in the story, and I really liked it. Phil, I think you're waving your arms around trying to get attention. So I mean, uh, no, I was swatting a fly away. I'm in oh, my garage geez. right now. Yeah, oh, okay. For the summertime. <laughs> oh well, in that case, you can still go next. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll go next. I um, yeah, I'll echo a lot of what David. Said. I think Thor and Rocket were by far my favorite people that we followed through. Uh, through the movie, uh, you know, in their own little separate groups. I had the most fun with them, uh, followed probably by Tony and uh, and Peter. I, I really like that dynamic there. Uh, like, I have not seen Homecoming yet. Oh, uh, but I am, this, this movie made me want to go back and watch it because I really enjoyed seeing Tony as a mentor. Mm-hmm. It's the most interesting thing they've done with Tony Stark in a long time, I think. Uh, so seeing him and Peter, you know, sort of that relationship, I, I really appreciated that. Uh, yeah, Cap got short shrift. Uh, Bucky, Bucky was out landscaping all of Wakanda with one arm, <laughs> and 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 you know they bring out the guitar case with his other arm in it, and I I wanted him just to have a, a good line like, "You guys had that the whole time, seriously." Like, now, now, you're <laughs> now, now that you want I me to was, fight for you, I get my arm back. I it's... was just farming for you (laughs) you Uh, see all of this but that i grew it (laughs) after they give him the arm like we don't hardly see we see him just shooting his gun aimlessly and we don't really get much else from him yeah though he does he does have my favorite uh action scene with rocket when he picks rocket up and spins him around yeah that was good yeah I think he, I think him and Cap are competing for who has the least lines of dialogue in this movie. Yeah, seriously, because I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, <laughs> I think he like says something to Cap about, um, you know, how about, about a senile or a sometimes sane hundred year old man? Yeah, it's like his one line. line. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has a, he, he's like not for sale. He tells Rocket not for sale, and I'm like, I think, yep. I that's think that's it. all for him. And Cap, I think, has like about maybe two more lines than that. So. Look, there's 45 people in this I, I, yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Yeah. Stuff to do. And there's <laughs> right. only so much time. Yeah, uh, and they, they, cut, they cut down half the cast for the next movie, so they'll yeah. get more lines. Uh, but just with, with the trailer being like, oh, here's Cap stepping mm-hmm. out of the shadows as mm-hmm. the leader to have mm-hmm. him do kind of nothing of import in yeah. this film is a little disappointing. I mean, I think the defeatist nature was like the point of the whole thing. I really enjoyed Doctor Strange in this. Just yes. his his battles with, yeah. with Thanos and the use of magic uh, and just how confident he is in the magic and quippy. And him and Tony Stark butting heads is the best thing. I could watch that for hours. Uh, and, uh, and I think the next Thor movie should be called Thor with Rabbit and Tree. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Get it done, Marvel. Um, and of course... I, you know, I love Spider-Man. And uh, Phil, that's interesting. You haven't seen Homecoming, but you still got the gist, like what they set up at Homecoming, how it's like a father-son uh, father relationship. 
you know, uh, there's sure. a lot of talk. Tony tells him a lot, Peter, I'm trying to save your life. From that, putting him at risk to having him die in his arms. And Holland's ad lib line when he died. Like, I tr- I know he wasn't dead. Look, I'm a comic book nerd. I know these dudes aren't dying. They're going to be back. But I seriously choked up because it was so sincere and real. I loved it. Like, I was like, oh, damn, they really went for that one. They got me. The middle school girls that were sitting in the row behind us uh, who were fawning over Tom Holland the entire movie were bawling at the end of the movie. They were, they were straight up just hysterical. Yeah, with with that ending, I had to push down the jaded comic book fan that yes, I am, absolutely, and be like, "Look, I gotta, I gotta let the stakes of this movie exist in this moment. Mm-hmm. They're all coming back. I, I don't, I don't want the characters who were killed before then to come back. Yeah. You know, Loki, Gamora, let them stay dead. They're not going to, and that's frustrating. Uh, uh, they might." Well, uh, well, we'll, Loki we'll, might. I don't know we'll discuss at, 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 at the end our predictions yeah. or what we think may come. But uh, yeah, we'll, but we'll I, I, I like just kind of like letting myself pick. All right. You know, for these characters who have not lived through uh, the so many years of big Marvel events, uh, you know, this is a really big thing for them. And, you know, it, mostly I I believed in this moment of the movie, like, yeah, this is a big deal. And I just had to be like, no, I, I know they're coming back, but come on, just let me, let me deal with this. <laughs> let me have this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Emra, I don't know if you gave us your. I, I mean, I'm sure we're all going to parent the same person, but your least um, impactful. Uh, honestly, what, what Black Panther didn't do a lot either. What was he doing? I just remember him uh, in that one scene, true. and yeah. uh, then he just kind of disappears. I, I feel like since it's in Wakanda, maybe we kind of just put that like, a, oh, well, it's got Wakanda, and it's got all them in it, so we kind of bundle I mean, we, maybe plus them together. We just get a whole, we got a whole movie with the Black Panther, yeah. uh, and the Hulk situation. I understand we we got a whole movie with the Hulk in Thor Ragnarok. But uh, it was it was funny. It was it was. But it's just it seems out of character for the Hulk to back. Like we didn't really see him get beat down that badly. Yeah, for him well, to have performance anxiety. Now. I, they've kind of established this thing in the in the movies where it's like, well, when the Hulk comes out, the fight's over. The right, good guys yeah. win. So they had they had to like they had to nerf Hulk yeah. for yeah. a movie, and then in the next one he'll you know he'll bust out and punch Thanos so hard in the face that his scrotum goes back to the correct place. But <laughs> until then, I would have loved to have seen him Hulk out of the Hulkbuster armor when he was sworn with the Outriders. I was so sure that was gonna happen. And I was like, wow, they didn't even We're do that. are all waiting for it. I, yeah. I think Marvel has caught on enough to where they know how to put stuff in, of course, trailers and promotional stuff and even toys that hint at th- certain things happening in the movie, and now they don't. So, yes, I mean, kudos. We're on to you. We're on to you now, Marvel. Very tricky, but it needs to be done. I understand why. I kind of like it, actually, but you can't pick it apart anymore. I, I, I just think it would have been great to, like, the one – actually, I can tell you the exact moment where, where he lost the arm. If, yeah. like, at that moment, just all of a sudden the Hulk arm came out instead, like, in place of it and grabbed him, and then the armor sort of broke apart as the Hulk grew out of it would have been a great uh, scene. But I understand that, you know, it. I, I feel it made Bruce Banner at least a better character than just the guy that the Hulk inhabits. So, yay? Question mark? <laughs> um, for me, I am going to, of course, parrot the... Um, Captain America Bucky situation I feel was was they were probably the most one of the most underserved um of any of them. 
Uh, Rhodey and uh, Falcon, I thought, had a nice little dynamic between the two of them that I never thought I'd see in a movie. Because mm. they're the two flying guys. So, of course, they're yeah, both ex-military yeah. and they were kind of working together. So, I was like, that was really cool. But I will say this, and I'm a Thor fan. I mean... Thor fan through and through, and not to say Ragnarok was a bad movie, but I did not expect them to go from what they did in Ragnarok to continuing on in this with a very interesting and very driven Thor um, mm-hmm. story. This is the best Thor has ever been, as yeah. far as story-wise and how they're handling his character. Like, this is the best Thor. And I mm-hmm. also enjoy the fact that he is kind of hailed as a god again. Like, he's mm-hmm. he, he showed up, and he was a turning point in the battle, which that was always oh, something yeah. that kind of... Like, in the MCU, he's just up in the air. It's like, how powerful is he? He can do this stuff. But this kind of showed he's on a different level from a lot of these yeah. people. That moment he showed up in the battle was so badass. I was like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I squealed like, girl, like, <laughs> both times I saw the movie at that part. I even knew it was coming the second time, and I still was like, yeah. The reveals they did in this movie are so good. When you see Captain America's silhouette, when you see yeah. Steve's silhouette, you hear that music. What a moment. Unbelievable. Every time the introductions were great and the reveals were great. and uh, It's so well done. I can, actually, I got a question for you because um, the Knights of Vader podcast I'm on, the host Zach, said that he saw the movie and he's seen it twice. And he said that the first time he saw it, there was almost three minutes of solid clapping and cheering when Captain America showed up. Did anyone else have that happen to them? Uh, I saw it Thursday, like the night it came out, like that Thursday night it came out. And I think there was like excitement, but yeah. we didn't have three minutes. Of, of yeah, he said that it was now. a solid like clapping and everyone going like, woo, 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 woo. You're missing a lot of the movie, people. What are you doing? Stop right. clapping. I can't hear. I told him it was an isolated incident, so now I'm trying to prove it. I'm trying to watch a movie here, everybody. Yeah, please. <laughs> so I, mean, I saw it at Alamo Draft House, where if you get uppity, they'll throw you out. So. Oh man, I'm, yeah, I'm, they don't mess around. God bless I, you, Alamo Draft House. I know. Uh, I need to best. go. I need to head over there sometime. Yeah, you do. I know. I do. It's it's great now because now there's now they're equal distance apart to where it's like I can go to either one now. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because we got the one up, up, up the road too. Anyways, aside from ge- geographically telling everyone where we live, um, <laughs> so Phil, I'm gonna give you the floor again because I feel like um, you, you, you have a, you, you said you wanted to speak about some stuff later in a positive light, so by all means, the floor is yours. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I really like the little Easter eggs, the little comic book Easter eggs, like the Iron Spider showing up, um, like that. That surprised me, and um, I don't know if, if – was that in Homecoming? Did he have the iron sp- spider nope, armor? They, he just they got a, tease it, but yeah, they, it shows they up. It was a tease. It was so cool the way, they, the way it showed up and the way it was utilized. I always felt like in a comic book those extra arms were like – they were almost aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And here is like really this functional piece of armor um, that I thought was just super cool, and, and I was really uh, – I really appreciated that. Like I said, I liked all the Thor and Rocket stuff. Uh, I think Dave Bautista is is a far better actor than I ever thought he would be. I loved him <laughs> in uh, Blade Runner last year. I think he's hilarious as uh, as Drax. Um, just little little character moments like that, I really appreciated because, like we were saying, there's so many characters in here. I felt like nobody got too much of the spotlight. And the one relationship they focused the most on was like uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch, who are like the two 
weakest character. <laughs> like, I just, I don't yeah. understand what anybody finds compelling about those two characters. That's that's one of those things where it's like, well, it's in the comics, so we better do it in the It movie. was so, the so, thing is, so wasted. Witch, yeah. Scarlet Witch is different, way different in the movie MCU. Like, she's pretty much Scarlet Witch in name only. Yeah. So... Also, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen, are you doing an accent or are you not are doing you not? an accent? <laughs> wasn't there for Will you make up your mind if, if from scene to scene? You never know what you're going to get with her. Uh, every time she waves her hands, her accent turns on or off. It's an on-off switch. <laughs> and so she loses doing. track of where she yeah, is. Man, it's, the magic. Uh, Blame the magic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, there were just little moments like that. The, the little bits of relationship we got. Uh, uh, Rocket and Thor. Um, Tony and Peter and Tony and uh, Doctor Strange, you know, because they're essentially like the same person. Of course, they're going to butt heads. And I thought the way they they ran up against each other was hilarious. And not one facial hair comment. I, I was hoping they yeah. would have dropped in did a you, facial hair comment. You, I think, did you tweet about that or did you talk about it on your show? I can't remember which because I, I, I was I, disappointed in that too. Yeah. No facial hair comment, and someone else said they wanted to see them tell each other no shit, Sherlock. That would have been great. I was like, it's two Sherlocks. That would have been great. Not want them to kiss, right? That would have been well. The entire universe would have collapsed. Just imploded. That's worse. Just would have been like, hey, hey, Tony, be careful out there. You too. All right, and then they just go that separate ways. We're like, wait a minute. What, what just, yeah, they get like 10 feet and stop and then uh, just go, just go. Just go, just go. I love, I love it. Are you leaning on the cauldron, the cosmos? Yeah. Really? I, I actually really enjoyed that uh, Doctor Strange was somebody that uh, literally did not take no shit from anybody. Yeah, basically. Yeah, douchebag. Yeah, and especially with Tony, who's kind of been like, uh, not to say his character always is on a pedestal, but it has been like, you know, the one that's always leading, always in charge, always seems to know what's going on. It was like he finally kind of got put in his place by somebody else that was like, Hey, I know it's going on more than you do, and also I didn't break up my entire team over a little spat. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, also, I'll I'll sacrifice you instead of giving up this stone thing. So, good luck out there. Yeah, yeah, but then he then he saw the only future where they win, in which they first had to lose. Yes. So, um, I don't know if anyone has anything else because I think David just may have moved us into I think one of the more funner parts of this discussion. Actually, I have one more thing before we discuss what the future may hold. What was the most WTF or oh my god moment for everybody in this movie? Peter uh, Dinklage. <laughs> Peter Dinklage was oh. yeah. Peter yeah, Dinklage is a giant. Did, did well, you guys know he was going to be in there? Dinklage. Uh, I we I knew he was going to be in there, but I thought he may be a voice. I wasn't sure. I kept seeing him as Trask. From the X-Men movies yeah. and Tyrion from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Best use of Peter Dinklage everywhere. Let's just <laughs> enlarge him in the After Effects. However they do it. He's I finally love the that. tallest guy on screen. Yeah, yeah, so clever. Like, do you think he'd ever see himself as, like, being a giant <laughs> on screen? That's amazing. I, he was still a dwarf. Yes, it, giant dwarf. I, um... I knew he was going to be in it, of course, because I had leaked that. But everyone was like, oh, he's, he's going to be one of the voice of the children of Thanos. I'm like, no, they're, they would not use him as a voice. I played Destiny, the first game. I know what his voiceover sounds like. Trust me, they will not use him as a voice. They're going to have him be like one of the dwarves or something like that. Everyone's like, whatever, man. And I was sitting there like, yes. Uh, I think a well, moment. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. If if, you, if it's about the Peter Dinklage thing, go ahead. I was gonna shift gears. It's, I was going to also. So you go. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, well, the moment, um, a really surprising moment for me is when they go to collect the Soul Stone that because one it. of the things, yeah, one of the things that uh, Nick and I always talk about on the Heck Yeah Comics podcast is like, hey, why did they never do anything else with the Red Skull? You know, they, they left it open-ended. There was a possibility of something, and we have a payoff now in this movie, mm-hmm. and I got so excited. And it wasn't Hugo Weaving. It was somebody doing a fairly good Hugo Weaving impression with a little bit of, like, David Bowie in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I, I heard the voice. I'm like, the voice is familiar, but I couldn't quite place it. Yeah. And yeah. it uh, but that, for me, I thought that was a great way to bring that character back and That's to have awesome. him return. Uh, that's Ross Marquand from The Walking Dead, who's actually an amazing impressionist. And holy crap, where that came on, like, talk about keeping a spoiler safe, secret yes. safe. Yeah. How did this not slip out? I read that Ross Marquand, who was on The Walking Dead with Didai Guerrero, who plays Okoye and Michonne of The Walking Dead, he didn't even tell her that he's in this movie with her. This is how tight-lipped it was. And it was that I did, that was amazing. I was like, oh, my God, it's a red skull. That was yep. my moment too. I literally uttered, "Oh fuck!" when when he popped up <laughs> on camera because I was just like floored by it. Like I wasn't expecting; I was expecting to be like just somebody else under that mask. And then when it showed him, I was, I was like, "Oh, hey. yeah." <laughs> words, <laughs> words were not there. Words, use your word singer. <laughs> no, I couldn't. <laughs> so, Phil, what about you, sir? Uh, I, I did say, uh, Peter Dinklage. I was oh, oh, right, that, right, right. You, you did. Uh, you did. Um, yeah, I kicked this off with the game of Thrones connection. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that was, uh, I liked most of that sequence. I feel like it went on a little bit too long, but I, I liked that they, they revisited, you know, sort of the origins of, of Thor's power and, and Thor's hammer. And yeah. we actually got to see, see this place. But not see it. I mean, see it when it's all run down and and shitty and abandoned, and and it's cold and dark there. It's it was kind of an interesting atmosphere to put it in. Uh, so here's here's something that I I kind of this is one of my gripes with the MCU now. When was the Infinity Gauntlet forged? Okay, yes, this is a huge okay. plot hole. That there is made. so much with this. Yes, it's all yeah. confusing and willy nilly all over the place. Because uh, for people who don't know what I'm talking about listening to the show, they go to the forge and it's like, oh, Thanos came here and made us forge the Infinity Gauntlet, which they make it seem like this was a fairly kind of recent thing that happened. Yeah. But we saw the Infinity Gauntlet, I mean, the fake one, but still it would have been modeled after something like 1500 years ago when Thor was a little kid in yeah. Odin's throne room. Yep. So when was the gauntlet and forged? The credit scene from Age of Ultron, which, you know, admittedly, that could be whatever. There's no timestamp yeah. to that. The Thor thing definitely throws it off. Uh, I think, you know, they probably thought it was a fun Easter egg at the time. They never did. knowing that this was going to uh, happen. So I don't know. Is there more than one of them? The mold is still with Eitri. He could make another one. I don't know. I yeah. It okay. This is this is my own thing. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe the fake one that's in Odin's vault was something where Odin knew of like the possibility of the Infinity Stones and everything. He's like, I want the gauntlet made, and the dwarves are like, Haha, okay, we'll just make him like a little replica one to have at home. Cause cause he, he's like, I'm not gonna go after him, of course. And they're like, okay, cool, we'll just make him a replica one. 
And I think, yes, the, the Age of Ultron ending does kind of throw off stuff because of that happened two years ago. Is what did he get the gauntlet and then just sit around for two years going, what should I do now? Uh, or, Age of Ultron was like three years ago. Okay, I, I can't remember if it was two or three. Civil so, War was two years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. I do kind of like the idea that this uh, item exists in the mythology and maybe, you know, the concept of it's been around for millennia. And so yeah. they had, they know what it looks like. They just make fakes or things to honor it or whatever. Yeah, or, but, but yeah. Thor would have seen the glove and he's like, I built it. Like the way that Peter Dinklage was oh, talking yeah. about it was like, this is a new thing that like yeah, I he showed up and made Thor me should have been like, this. I've yeah. seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> the thing that I drank, uh, why not? I'm right. a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I got a trouble. Guys, look what I got from the throne room. Oh, oh. Chug, 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 chug. oh shit, a stone fell out. You think anybody will notice? That's fine. So it's all fake anyway. Yeah, it's never real. <laughs> Gotta put that back in before my dad gets back this weekend. <laughs> that that waking, up, waking up from the Odin sleep. Oh shit. Most oh shit, shit, shit. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh hell! Spelled with one L. Yeah, one L. <laughs> um. All right. So, everyone ready for what we think will come next, or what we hope, our dreams and um, and ambitions for what this could turn into. I got. I'm gonna start. Here we go. Okay. There we go. Right out of the gate. Just smashing through that gate. Thanos rips the soul stone out of Vision's head, which is just an amazing visual. In the comic books, he does a similar thing. Vision doesn't have the soul stone, but when the color dropped away and he got all white, he looks like he does from the West Coast Adventure. And Shuri was messing with his head for quite a while. I'm not sure exactly um, what she did. Excuse me, sir. It was the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone. Sorry. Right. Of... The wrong thing. The soul, mind... stone. soul Stone. No, the Mind Stone. Uh, thanks for the correction, sir. Yeah. Uh, so Nerds. I think Shuri uses whatever she downloaded on a computer, rebuilds the vision. I love that line where Banner is like, Vision is not just the Mind Stone. He's Ultron. He's Jarvis. He's Stark. He's me. Uh, so I think Vision is still there and comes back possibly. All right. Uh, I could I could see that. Um, for what I mean, what I think is coming up next, what's happening after this, uh, Pretty much everybody gets revived. Everybody comes back. Define get... everybody. Okay. Okay. Well, so everybody who got who disappeared uh, at the due end. to the yes post, post snap yeah post, after after uh, the snapture, which I, which I wish is a phrase I could coin. That was Gwen, Glenn Weldon of NPR uh, came up with that. It's beautiful. Anyway, I was about to make I, a tea. Uh, <laughs> I think they're gonna, but I think it will it. I want it. I can't say I. Th I can't say I think anymore. I want it to have a cost, where somebody, one of the OG, uh, Steve Rogers, you know, somebody has to be like, because a, a theme is we don't trade a life for a life. Thank you. Correct. Thank you. Yes. And I think that that's gonna have to be a thing. Like, well, we're gonna have to trade a life for a life. We're gonna have to trade my life for many, many lives. Whatever. You know, he's gonna have to get all the stones and undo it, but it's going to cost him. Uh, I would like Heimdall, Loki, and Gamora to stay dead, but I'm pretty sure at least Gamora is getting back up. 
I, uh, I, I'm both ways on that because well, think about the soul stone. It's the same thing trading lives. You trade a soul for a soul. So I'm like, okay, Gamora's in the soul stone. Someone has to replace her. Maybe all the people post snap are also trapped there. It releases them. But then I'm reading about all these things. Uh, let's not forget, she's an avatar. James Cameron is following avatar two, mm -hmm. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten all at once. I don't know if she's going to have time to be in the next Guardians movie. I don't know. Well, that's the thing with the Guardians is I want is there there's a ton of people that are like, "Oh, well, well she should she could she has to come back. She has to be at the Guardians." I'm like, "What if Guardians 31 could have taken place in between Infinity War? I mean, in between Guardians mm -hmm. 2 and and Infinity Works there is time there. Or what if Guardians 3 is them dealing with the loss of a team member?" They I'd be, be into flashback. that. Yeah. 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 She'd be I, in a flashback scene. I, I mean, as much as I love their happy go lucky nature, it would be cool to still have that, but also at the same time be dealing with actual loss. Yeah. And I, I and would like that a lot, actually. I, I do like the, the rabbit and tree idea, but what if Thor goes off and joins the Guardians? Yeah. Yeah. To try to bring cool. order back to the Nine Realms. If Thor makes it out of the next movie, I I hope he does because I, I think I, I, if we want to get real world, I think he, isn't he like one of the few original people who's like gung ho to keep doing this? Yeah, but they're all out of contract. Also, yeah, I, they said they've filmed everything they're oh, supposed to film under contract. They are they are throwing so much money at Robert Downey Jr. to keep him in these movies. How much does he make? Fifty mm -hmm. mil a movie now. Sixty to sixty million. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the thing. I, I was just like, out, out of any of them, I, I would prefer if Thor kind of floated around in the universe still a little bit. Quite literally and, of course, figuratively. <laughs> uh, I guess for my prediction on what I want to see next is I I do, of course, I, I think that that whole thing, trading, we don't trade lives, is a big heavy-handed thing. Because, of course, what did Thanos do to obtain his goals? He traded a life, and it's like well, they, they don't do that, so I don't know how that's going to culminate, but I know that there's been a lot of speculation and a lot of stuff that there's been set photos of them in their original yep. Avengers avatar, I mean Avengers outfits and stuff, so I'm wondering. devices on their hands, too, yeah. that people are like, they have time travel devices. So what I'm, does that mean? I, I don't, Why don't you go back to the first movie? I don't want to do time travel even though there is the time stone, because they made so many rules with that that it at least makes sense in itself. But at the same time, time travel makes a lot of movies really weird. Yeah. But what if it's a different reality? What if it's different realities of different Avengers? Like, and that's what we're actually seeing is they have to go through different realities to try to form, like, to try to fight him. And that that's and then when everything's said and done at the end, it's everything gets rebuilt. That's how we get maybe a new person cast as Tony Stark. Maybe you know the Avengers team actually can like that's the thing. Who knows what? Since they're messing with reality after all these huge crossover events, they always have the brand new start for everyone where everything's kind of been reset. So, do you think they're maybe going in that direction, going very comic booky with this? Uh, yeah, I think you can't. You can only go <laughs> too far. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see them be like alternate realities yeah. and, you know, have, have the Avengers that are all monkeys. Uh, Cause I would love that movie. I mean, if you, if you got the pet Avengers in the next movie, oh, yeah. where we got, we got Thor frog. Like frog. I would, I would see that yeah. movie six times in, in the theater. Like no problem. Uh, I think time travel will be a factor though. Yeah. 
It's going to be the time stone. Yeah. I like yeah. that everybody's like, oh, time travel makes it too weird. What if they oh. go through all the Marvel universes? <laughs> <laughs> a 100% Zinger responds to a situation. Time travel's too weird and too it's much just to, weird, to, to deal with. Go into the ultimate universe instead. Yes, perfect. It makes sense. Well, Bring in Miles. Time. Time jumps and time travel. Like, I also know, so Scott and Ant-Man's coming out, and his daughter, uh, Cassie, is a, is a little girl in that. They have cast someone to play a teenage Cassie Lang for Avengers 4. Oh, well, here's... is Okay, because here, I've also... Sorry, sorry David, David, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, no, because uh, I was going to ask with the, the, the post-credits thing, yeah. when they send the page... Are they sending the page just to Captain Marvel wherever she is now, or is they are they like is he sending it back in time? That's, that's a question I've seen. Is come it up. going through time or is space? Going through time or space? I think, I think it's happening now, but yeah, I think it is as well. But. Also, the timing of that post credit scene is a little bit weird. When if you think about the what she's talking about, Wakanda, she's like Wakanda's being attacked now, and instantly they start disappearing. When there was a bit of time between Wakanda and Thanos snapping his fingers. Well, yeah, I think, but like, we kind of see the battle more or less play out in real time, you yeah. know? Yeah. How, with how fast news even does travel. If it's like they've been fighting for the last half an hour. Yeah. That, so, okay. So that happens in real time at the end. Okay. I see. That makes yeah. sense. Yes. It's that they're, it's, it's, they're it's, just it's, getting the news. Yeah. Because yeah. it probably had to pass through 15 different hands and it's like, how yeah. important is this? All right, someone better get in touch with Hill so she can tell Fury. You know, it had to pass yeah. through hand, through hand, through hand, through hand, through hand, and then finally and got like, to well, her. Well, the Daily Sun is reporting out of it. We can't really trust them. Like, yeah. check BBC. <laughs> BBC doesn't have something just yet. So, someone was like, Phil, I need Phil. two sources on this. <laughs> Phil, what do you think is going to happen? Or, I, I want to know what you think. I, th I think the next movie is just going to be about uh, Thanos being a farmer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he grows a little bit of weed in the backyard. Uh, yeah. you know, Hawkeye's on the other side of the fence doing his thing. They're like they're like buddy farmers, and they meet up at the <laughs> fence every day and 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 roll a J. Uh, having a beer. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's all going to come down to the time stone. They're just going to roll it back and hit the reset button. I think it's probably going to be something, if not that simple, something equally along those lines that allows them to hit the reset button and bring back. Maybe not everyone, but everybody that they that they want to, or everybody that wants to hey. stay in their contract. Okay. Here, here's a question: Say they do that. Say that's the plan. Would you rather have the movie start with that and get it over with right away, and then go on, or knowing it's going to happen, or do they tease it out to the end and then all oh, snap reverse? I if they're going to do that, I kind of hope they start Avengers four with. Okay, snap reverse. Here we go, and now it's even a crazier situation. I always I feel like if you're going to start a movie with the resolution to the previous movie, you may as well have wrapped that all up in one movie yeah. and then ah, just made the next point. one the, the, the moving on point. I see. Yeah. Um, I want I want Avengers 4 to start six months to a year after Avengers. Some people see, have said that there's a time happen. jump. Yeah, I think Sorry. that made that maybe there what happens. There should be. We should see what this world looks like after yeah. half the population Yeah, you gotta spend gone. some time there a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um... I had an interesting thought, actually, because what? Because there, there's a whole line of you know Thanos telling Doctor Strange, you know, you had the greatest weapon and you didn't even use it. How do people perceive the usage of the Time Stone? Could it have been something to where Doctor Strange was using it the whole time? It's got to be draining. I imagine it's got to be draining, yeah. and maybe it's there's a finite amount of the power. Like, well, because they say 
Thanos is able to use the glove to wield it because they're so difficult to use. Yeah. And they're all together. Yes, it yeah. makes it easier for but him. But what so. I was saying is what if he had what what if Doctor Strange was using it during that whole fight and that he's able to somehow like he went back in time or went forward in time to explain the to explain the whole plan or the one scenario they could use to win because it, I mean, I guess it, it cuts away, so I'm like, does he explain it, or does he just go, hey, you all need to go do this for this plan uh, to work? So, I mean, he's gone now, so I'm assuming he was able to foresee that, that he would be snapped away, at least. I feel like he saw, well, uh, clearly he saw that Tony had to survive. That's yeah. the move. Yeah. That's how it had to end. Whatever he had to and do that, to do that had to be done. And that Thanos had to get the stone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah that all had to be part of it. Yo, I saw another crazy theory on screen, right? That said, what if Loki is not dead and was impersonating Bruce Banner the whole time? And I was like, that's oh. so. Oh, that's so <laughs> they really need something to post so they can put ads next to it. And get yeah, they need, they need something like, oh, what's a crazy idea nobody's thought of? Yeah. What if, what if Pepper Potts is nano machines the whole yeah. time? It's got to be fun to work for like TMZ, just because that's all you do all day. It's like just let's figure just out the crazy. Say thing. the most outlandish thing possible, and then try to weave it into a, into a clickbaity thing, or yeah. or just or just make up top ten list of pointless stuff. Uh, here's, here's top ten things you wouldn't believe podcasters said. Here's a here's a question for Avengers Four. What's the title gonna be? Ooh, is it gonna? I've I've heard a theory and I like it, but I'm gonna go last because it's not my theory. But I want to hear your guys' first. Well, Avengers, what Hawkeye was doing. Or <laughs> Avengers, where the hell is everybody? Phil, uh, do you have an idea? Oh, sorry. I'm wrong. No, no, I heard uh, Endgame thrown out there. I don't Because the Strange said it, but I don't really like that. I hope they don't use the Endgame. Uh, Avengers contractually obligated. Um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a couple of these guys. I, I don't feel like Mark Ruffalo wanted to be in this movie. I feel like there was oh, yeah. a couple people who really just were like, "I'm here uh, under contract, I'm and here. that's the only reason I'm here." I'm I here think for those that people will get a, a bigger part in the next movie. Let's and, call it Avengers. Uh, another billion dollars. How about that? I don't. Uh, I I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, big like Avengers events in comics that that would follow that but i mean i don't know what followed infinity war i mean the whole infinity it, war was was resolved within infinity war so i don't know um, infinity let's go war. secret invasion you start the kree scroll uh, war in captain marvel it rolls over <laughs> see now i was i was going to start just listing i was like avengers uh, brand new day uh, Avengers Secret no Wars. more. Boo. Avengers. <laughs> Avengers disassembled. No, never disassembled. That's the <laughs> dumbest one. Yeah. Avengers disassembled. Come on, you could try harder than that. Avengers the one, the one Dark that Rain. Avengers Dark Rain. Yeah. Ooh boy. Avengers right. Siege. Uh, why? Why are you doing this to me? Avengers just... House of M. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> so the one that I heard someone say was Avengers Assemble. But that is what. Why it would was they called. not leak that? Yes, in in the Euro, in Europe, that was the European in Europe, title. That was yeah. the first, yeah, the first, first one. So, so that's confusing already. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, what? But you said you had an interesting idea there, Singer. What was it? I don't. It, this is not my original idea. This was from the same thing I was reading up on that was talking about the multiple reality things, and that their proposed title is um, 
apparently at something the Russo brothers was asked if the if the Avengers it was going to be called Avengers until the end or Avengers like that so, so something along the lines of to the end or or, to, or all together and they said that that was close but he theorized that it's going to be called Infinite Aven- Avengers to play on Infinite it was, so it would be Avengers Infinite Avengers or the movie's called Infinite, Infinite Avengers. Avengers. So that mm, Avengers Infinity War followed by Infinite, Infinite Avengers. Avengers. I don't know. It's, it's Avengers like, all the way down. <laughs> it's flipped it and reversed it. Like, like, like I said, that's 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 not mine. I just I just wanted to point that one out there to kind of piggyback Other on words that. could use uh, Avengers uh, with a vengeance. With a vengeance. Avengers. The Revengers. The Revengers. Yes, the Revengers. Yeah. I don't Avengers, know. this time we're serious. Yes. Avengers I, Forever. Avengers, yeah. A- Avengers oh, Forever would movie. work. Avengers yeah. and Robin. Oh, try <laughs> 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 First time, try it again. Why is Chris O'Donnell here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I brought my own nipples. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. And I'm, I'm just, I can't get that image out of my head. Thanks. <laughs> uh my job here is done thank you very much i'm out no, sorry. <laughs> i don't even know how to follow that up anyone got anything else anything please just something else to move us along whatever they do look i know that they're going to surprise us the russo brothers have delivered they they know their misdirection they're going to be showing us one thing they it's not going to fail it's going to deliver and hopefully the, the two movies together this five hour experience May actually be the best of the MCU. I want to know where you guys rank this movie real quick because when I first saw it, I was like, I w- it was like being in love for the first time. I was like, you're the best, baby, number one, definitely top five. Now I don't know anymore if it even makes the top five when I really think about it. But so I'm not sure. What do you guys put? Top five. I, I would say okay. it's definitely in my, it's definitely in my top ten, maybe flirting with the top five of the okay. MCU movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you in there. That's kind of how I feel, Phil. Uh, Phil, the guy who hates the MCU. <laughs> uh, I do not hate the MCU. Uh, I would, I would probably this might hit my right around the top ten spot, but not in my top five. Hmm. Um, this was better than. I'm going to say probably half of the MCU. I, mean, I, I think the MCU, that, I think the MCU picks up the phone and just dials and lets a movie come out a lot of times. These big events, the Avengers movies they try to do good. I think Age of Ultron, I barely got through. The first Avengers is good. The uh, Civil War is good. Winter Soldiers I need uh, to go back and watch one. Civil War, apparently, because everyone's like, it's good. I'm like, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't think it was that good. So maybe, I love Civil War. Maybe I, I, Civil War is not great, but it's. I think it's good. I think it's especially for uh, the, again, for something the size of the cast they had, they right. gave everybody something yeah. to do, and you got involved with them. It's a, a, a lot of the reason, aside from that, that this fell short for me was uh, you look at Civil War and you look at... Um, uh, Winter Soldier, and th- those are the other two the Russo brothers have done, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Those are great action movies, not just great MCU movies. Those are great action movies Absolutely. because they they build up tension before every every fight scene. You think of the elevator fight in oh, Winter Soldier, so good. All the tension that builds up before that. In this movie, every fight just happened. There was no build up to anything. 
They just got somewhere and a fight breaks out. There was no lead up to it. There was no tension built. This giant battle in Wakanda, just everybody showed up and just, it just happened. And now, there was, there was, I didn't feel any tension through a lot of this. And it was really disappointing to see these guys that I regard as great action filmmakers really just cast what makes their action scenes work to the side. That's where I talk about this movie being lazy. Like they did nothing to build tension because they did nothing to give us quality time with the characters that they needed to. Now, Phil, I want to know where this movie would rank if Tandy Newton just showed up for well, top spot. Minutes. Number one, top greatest, spot. greatest Marvel film of all time. <laughs> she just goes up and dies. And that makes <laughs> she just walk, walks in and says, hello, Phil, then walks off screen. That's He's like, oh, 10 gosh. out of 10. Every time. Give this movie the Oscar. Let's go. IMAX 3D. I'm there. <laughs> I will say, look, you got to give them credit for they are slowly uh, uh, getting their villain problem out of the way. Like the villains I, have been getting better and better and better. I will say my biggest gripe going to this movie was why do I care about Thanos? He hasn't done anything for 10 years, but they're acting right. like here he is, guys. He's finally here. I'm like, we've seen him sit in a chair. And stand up from a chair and put on a glove, uh, but I in that order. On, in that order, <laughs> pretty early on though, I was like, you know what? I actually see him as a threat. I mean, yeah. you know, he fights the Hulk really early and takes him on and punches the crap out of him. I'm like, all right, I gotta admit that's pretty good because Hulk has kind of been their solution to every problem. Yeah, right. point to Hulk at it. I, I Dude, actually, Brolin, Brolin was amazing. I couldn't stop staring at Thanos's face. It was like I'm like, I can't. This is not real. I can't believe this is not real. This is not just some alien they found and, and cast in this movie to play this part. No, no, Josh Brolin's an alien. Oh, he is an alien. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And a mutant. Can't wait to see him as Cable. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. Um, I, I know this probably is going to get some hate on me from online and everything, but there was one thing about that Thanos versus Hulk fight that in instantly came to my mind was uh, Man of Steel. Hold up, everyone. Hold up, hold up, hold up. When... I, I, I don't know if you guys were going to talk back, but I just I was just like, hold up, I'll explain. Hear me out. Calm down. Everyone everyone, calm. Okay, cool. The When Zod fights Superman in that, one of the things I actually really enjoyed is Superman's just a brute when it comes to a fight. He just throws punches just willy-nilly trying just to hit something. That's exactly what Hulk did. But what Thanos and Zod both did is their punches were like, martial arts like train like hits on vital points and to get you know somebody down mm -hmm. and i really like that thanos like took all those punches and then just came back at him with like you know bam bam just hit him a few times because he he's actually trained to fight he's just not a brute that just goes out there yeah. same thing in the man of steel movie is that when zod's fighting superman he's actually hitting them at pressure points and stuff. And I really enjoyed that. They took that effort instead of just making two people swinging at each other. It was mm -hmm. two people like one person's just trained on a farm. The other person's actually a trained mm -hmm. fighter and knew how to take someone on. So I, I like that strikes. That's yes. cool. I did not pick up on that. I yeah. Liked I, it. I liked it because like when it showed it, like he hits them in the throat, like he just right. smacks them right in the throat. Like, and the, and the Hulk's like sitting there, like, "What the heck just happened? No one's done this to me. No one punches Hulk. <laughs> no one punches Hulk. <laughs> That's a karate move right there. Yeah, throat chopped him. Yeah, but I, I I really like that. And yes, I think Thanos is a very interesting villain in the sense of like his his motives are 
broken, but I mean, he thinks he's right. So he's, of course, the Magneto, the Sinestro, the whatever other comic book character you need to bring up and put here that, you know, they want what's best for the world, but they're going about in the most, ter- or the universe, but they're going about in the most terrible way possible. So. I still think they could have done the whole being in love with death thing. I would have been I, fine. I, with are, have they have they not done that though? No, Gamora, they they straight up they straight up said it wouldn't work. Well, Gamora has always been hailed as one of the deadliest women in the universe. She's killed a ton of people. Who's to say some people I haven't referred to as Lady Death that could come I mean, up his, later? His, his motivation makes a little bit more sense when you realize he's doing this to just swoon a woman and impress her. <laughs> And nothing he does uh, does anything for her. And she's just like, hmm, no, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. You kill that. I don't care. And it just drives him crazy. Like, you can almost understand why he would do this. But, uh, like, like I said, that, that is the one gripe. The other gripe I have with this is his motivations are kind of weird in the sense of he just wants to do this to balance the universe. But he if they had. Profit. Yeah. If yeah. they had Lady Death, it would have made a little more sense to why he's. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. He's just kind of a gardener in this in this version. Like he's just gonna yeah. hack half of it down. Ta- he's taking. He's making sure to take out all the weeds and everything else, so he can have yeah. his pristine garden there. That's why he ends up on the farm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know if anyone has anything else. We Do wanna... you think he brews his own beer on that farm? Absolutely. Yes. Right. He's got yeah. the animals yeah. brew. Oh, yeah, he's what, moonshine. What What would it be called? Uh, Than- I love an IPA. I hope Thanos makes a nice, you know, infinite oh. gauntlet IPA. Oh, it- oh, see, I was I was going to go with Mad Titan. Yeah. Oh, IPA Mad name. Titan would be a great name for his beer. Gaunt- gauntlet Grabber, Gauntlet something. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to work this out. It's not going anywhere. He runs, like, craft beer tours where he makes his stuff. It's just his closet. <laughs> and uh, over here is where we put in the hops in. Oh, and uh, right here is the glove I used to, to destroy half the universe. Oh, but no. you'll see right here is where the yeast gets added. <laughs> I, I got it. The brew is called Snap. Because oh, with one snap, you'll snap, be in love with breweries. it. Yeah. yeah. Snap Brewery. I'm into that. Yep. Snap Brewery. With one snap, you'll either be okay. half there These or half all... not. I'm making T-shirts out of all these ideas. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. <It's> brilliant. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, I think. Oh wait, 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 wait. Captain Marvel. We kind of briefed over her. Do we want to give her more time for a discussion, real quick? Uh, I think there's really anything there yet. I, I'm I'm throwing be- this out there because when Ellie listens to this and she is like, "You guys didn't talk about Captain Marvel, who is, by the way, her favorite character." I will get yelled at. So. I, uh, you're just trying to keep from sleeping on the couch then. Obviously, there's been no threat big enough yet for Fury to call her in, which is the justification they're going to give later on. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's some powerhouse that's coming in. I love that it takes place in the 90s. I love we get to see Sam Jackson's both of his eyes for once. Uh, I love that Clark Gregg's Phil Coulson is going to be in it, along with Lee Pace Ronan and uh, who else? Uh, another dude Freeman. from who is it? Uh, the the Bil- Bilbo Bilbo. I cannot remember the actor's name. Isn't it Freeman? Martin Freeman. Yeah, I bet you he's yeah. gonna be in it. Here's why. Uh, yeah. Here's why. There's a mention of he's like I used to fly fly planes back in the day. He said that during uh, Black Panther. He's Captain Britain. He is. Uh, no. He's, oh, okay. He's I was like, is Phil messing with me or being for real? I can't tell. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, that would be it, right? No, Bye, he. Phil. He used to fly planes. 
Who else used to fly planes? Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. There's how you get them to have known each other and get a younger version of him in there. Just yeah, an think, idea. Yeah. Now, Sam Jackson in in the in this takes place in the '90s. Is he going to have his Pulp Fiction Jerry curl? Uh, please, going? He please. Yes. Oh, he better come out looking like Jules. Don't you Jimmy me, Jules? He better come and look out looking like Jules would be fantastic. Which one's your eye patch? It's the one that says "Bad Mother." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just written on his eye. <laughs> oh, all right. Um. So there, we, we did. Cree again. Xandar <laughs> <laughs> right. ain't no plan I ever heard of. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, as I was saying earlier, thank you so much once again for being a part of this. Um, where can everybody find you guys? I will start with, oh, uh, let's go with who had to watch the worst Spider-Man movie first. So, wow, it's David again. Uh, uh, all right. Well, you can find me on the Heck Yeah Comics podcast, uh, heckyeahcomics.com. You can also find me on the Movie Go Round podcast and the Brokebot Mountain podcast with Phil. And uh, around the internet under the username Davluz, that is D-A-V-L-U-Z. So Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, find me there. And to break up the promos for uh, Brokebot Mountain, we're going to go with Emron next. Thank you so much for having me on. Always a pleasure, Zanger, to come geek out with you guys. Uh, you can find me at the Jock and Nerd podcast, where you can find jockandnerd.com. Uh, I also do Trivia Geeks over at Blazing Caribou Studios and a Sketching Comedy with Phil. Uh, we all do a podcast with Phil. That is, It was in the contract, I believe, when I started podcasting. <laughs> said you must do a podcast with Phil. So that's Sketching Comedy, Trivia Geeks, and the Jock and Nerd podcast. All right, Phil, you're up, but you cannot double promote anything that's already been promoted. So where do we find you? That's all his shows. He's got nothing else. That's that's all my shows. Uh, uh, PhilRude.com is my art blog, and you can get my social media handles from there. Uh, At PhilRude on Twitter if you want to direct any hate towards me about anything I said on here. And uh, uh, every six weeks or so, I show up on Zeng This and uh, uh, just... Yeah, that's when the straining order runs out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah, when you guys don't get it renewed, you know I'm going to show up again. Yeah. uh, But we are always glad to have all of you on. So thank you again for being on for this. I guess look back at Avengers Infinity War. And now we wait for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Thank you, guys. 